It's time for the adventures of Stumpy and Grumpy. These and air rods. They were bringing those in just as I was going out of primary. Join us as we celebrate their odd friendship and their love of all things Australian. My voice is better than yours. Why is your voice better than mine? Because I'm better looking. This podcast is intended for adults, so wowzers can go fuck themselves. Jeez, it's been raining in Brisbane a lot lately, mate, hasn't it? No, mate. I'll tell you what, though. It's been raining in Brisbane, all right. I know. And and, and, and most around the frickin' eastern coast yeah, of most Queensland, around, yeah. up through the guts of it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and guess what? What? It's rain season again. Well, the river broke the banks. It'll hardly get much thanks while the rain is falling from the sky. Clouds rolling in, pretty soon you have to swim. Muddy water's just a rolling by. All the roads are underwater, and all the planes they refuse to fly, just like a long lost friend. Wet season again, just like a long lost friend. Wet season again.
know you do look forward to the bloody wet season up in the territory. Well, up in the territory, up in that northern region. You know, you know they call them the knock 'em downs. The knock 'em downs, yeah, yeah, yeah the knock 'em downs. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Davies, wet season again. Ah, I love the rain, you know. Oh, mate, too much of it drives no, me crazy. I, I um, just love it. I've, ever since I was a kid, uh, I've always loved uh, the rain. I, I don't know what it is. I've, what I, what a lot else? of people, a lot of people feel, a lot of people feel, you know, melancholy or sad. Or it actually uplifts me. I really love thundering, rainy days, and I, oh, it's always mate. been my favourite. And particularly when you see those clouds, when that, when you see that bloody build up, you know, over oh, an open it. plain, mate. That's Absolutely oh. love it. And the smell that comes in. That, oh, yeah. Oh, it's just the most, one That's of the most beautiful those, smells in the world. Is it the negative ions or something yeah, in the, the ozone. Yeah, the ions. It's the most yeah. beautiful smell in the world, you know. Fitzroy really. Crossing, that's where he's from. Yeah, oh, uh, 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 Patrick. Patrick, yeah. 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 Jandamara Territory, too. Bloody beautiful area. Yeah. Oh. It's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then you keep heading uh, uh, Bonaparte Gulf. Lovely area again. I saw two blokes just quickly. I saw two uh, two black fellows have a fight at Fitzroy Crossing when I was with Buddy Williams. I've never seen a funnier fight in my life. Oh, really? Uh, because they were both stark and stonk and drunk, right? <laughs> Which you'd need to be to do, because one had a had a had a lump of four b two and the other had a lump of four b two, and we were all standing on the pub right after Pissing doing a gig laughing. Uh, with Buddy Williams, right? We just did a gig, and there's these two blokes. One of them would take a swing, and you'd hear the the hollowness of the timber. Right, smack on the head, right, <laughs> and then the other guy would—he'd shake his head and he'd have a swing, and you'd, you'd hear this bonk, you know, on the other guy's head, and he'd have a swing. This went on for at least ten minutes before oh. some blokes, before two sheilers and, and the local cop stepped in to stop him. It was hilarious, the funniest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> Mate, I, uh, talk about uh, talk about funny fates. The old the old uh, uh, oh, the old hotel in Darwin. It's a, it's a whopping great big bloody yeah. glorious place at the moment. Yeah. Not What's the name of that. Um, um, used to be what, what what they used to call the bloody blackfella pub. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, not the night, the, the, no, not the oh, not the prep. Uh, you'd go from the Darwin Hotel across to uh, to the Victoria, go through the Vic, and then out onto onto uh, further up to this. Well, yeah, you're it wasn't just that? the Hotel Darwin you're thinking about. Just no, no, no. The Darwin, the Darwin Hotel that that used to be old Paspaley's uh, pub. That's further and, down, is it? Uh, no, no, that's right over uh, toward towards the buddy towards the ocean towards the what's yeah, the name? Yeah, yeah. And they had two parts. They had what they call the hot hot and the cold. Uh, the the <laughs> hot the hot part was where the rock and roll was played, and everybody all, all the backpackers would sort of have a blue, have a blue. Uh, and the cold was where, you know, you had the uh, 60-40 type stuff, you know, part rock and roll and part old-time dancing and shit. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me tell you the story. I've forgotten the pub. It'll come to me, though. Um, Colloquially called animal bars, I might add. <laughs> well, this one, before it was a bloody beautiful bang-up pub, they, uh, it, it had no floors, and it was affectionately referred to as a blackfella pub. Yeah. And they'd all sort of be in there. And anyway, one, one, <laughs> one day, one weekend... This, this Air Force fella came in waving a bloody, uh, uh, waving his browning around, right? His little uh, sidearm browning. And he shot the place up. And he was cranky because, because, because the, the, uh, some lady that he was uh, off with decided to go back with a husband. And, and he wanted to pop in there and kill the <laughs> bloody husband. And, and I'm sitting, no, no, I'm standing there and I nearly shit myself. <laughs> it, oh, mate. Yeah, no. Uh, that's the top end for you. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's, it's just, it's It'd be crazy to be living in the Territory, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Living in the Territory, there's no other place for me. Take a stroll up the main street. 
Bushfires in the wet is something that you won't forget. You'll be surprised who you'll meet. Cyclones and crocodiles, unsealed roads and miles, mud crabs at your back door. Caravans and combis, UFOs and zombies, it's six o'clock in Smith Street Mall. Living in the Territory, Australia's last frontier. Living in the Territory, come on, have a look around here. Beer can regatta, Henley on Todd, Catherine Gorge is great to cool down. Pine Creek and Tennant Creek, it's no place for the meek, cute little mining town. Road trains and buffaloes, barramundis cooked in coals, the sound of a didgeridoo. Backpackers eating fruit, pubs are full and so's the youth, there's plenty for me and you. Welcome to the Territory, Australia's last frontier. Welcome to the Territory, come on in, we'll buy you a beer. Sunsets and harbour views, the free beach comes yourself. A roadhouse at Rabbit Flat, it's nearly off the beaten track. There's a cop shop at Avon Downs. But now you're heading down the road, leaving for your cosy home. I bet you want to turn around. Living in the Territory, Australia's last frontier. Living in the Territory. Come on, have a look around here. Welcome to the Territory, Australia's last frontier. Welcome to the Territory. Come on in, we'll buy you a beer. Living in the Territory, Australia's last frontier. Living in the Territory. Come on, get your ass up here. Come on, get your ass up. Now, that's what I call it. They'd have to charge you double to bring your ass up there. You want to talk, you fat little shit. That's nice. um, Now, that's what I'd call a rather laconic delivery. It is a laconic delivery. Russell Blacker there living in the Territory. He's he's good, old Russell. But I used to get a laugh every time I heard him. I'm excited about living up there and I hope you are too. You do get a bit bored, though, from time to time. So I imagine, you know, this is why people get up to all sorts of shenanigans in the Territory. Because when I was living at Alice Springs, I had my studio set up because I did the morning show for Karma. And then bugger all during the rest of the day. So I used to come back and, and record songs and whatever. It'd be a little studio. And uh, it, it, you often get, uh, it's, it's you know, it's the first time in my life when I was out there at Alice Springs working for Karma, because I only went out because my mate Warren H works out there. But, uh, you know, get some experience working for the Blackfellas out there. I just wanted to get, you know, get to know the, some of the, the wonderful music festivals we have in Australia, Aboriginal music festivals and Aboriginal music in general. It was certainly a great place to get exposed to it. But uh, during that time, it's the only place, only time in my life I've actually, actually felt alone. 
Really? Because you're not black. In a little while from now, if I'm not feeling any less sour, I promise myself to treat myself and visit nearby town. And climbing to the top, I'll throw myself off in an effort to make it clear to whoever what it's like when you're shattered, left standing in the lurch. At a church with people saying, my God, that's tough. She stood him up. No point in us remaining. We might as well go home as I did on my own. Alone again, naturally. To think that only yesterday I was cheerful, bright and gay. Looking forward to who wouldn't do role I was about to play but as if to knock me down reality came round and without so much as a mere touch cut me into little pieces leaving me to doubt talk about God and his mercy for if he really does exist why did he desert me in my hour of need I truly am indeed alone again, naturally. It seems to me that there are more hearts broken in the world that can be mended, left unattended. What do we do? What do we do? Sullivan. Yeah, from way back in the 70s there, but uh, it's one. Of, it's a great song, and everybody that does it, and I've always had this thing about performance, as you know, it's always been my bag, but uh, performing the songs, you know, telling the story, rather than just singing it in time, to tell the story. Willie Nelson is a great exponent of that very, very art form. Tells great yarns, yeah. yeah, to, music, tell, to yeah. tell a yarn within yeah. the music, 
uh, even though you know he wrote the song and there's a melody to it, but he sits outside that all the time. You know, it's wonderful <laughs> stuff. Uh, and you did a top a top a good job, mate. Oh, uh, top good day, did a good did job. A good job, job one there, yeah, 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 A second season. What the fuck? Yes, good lyrics is what it's all about. Absolutely, eh? yeah, no, that's true. Now, now, that's, sadly, that absolutely word is starting to give me the shit. Uh, you also need just to. used too much. But you no, also, you also need good musicians. But uh, yeah, oh. good lyrics. It's stumpy and grumpy. In this country, I think we have a wealth of great songwriters. You know, but we don't, you don't get out there much. I mean, nobody knows, hardly anybody knows about John Williamson outside of Australia. It's such a shame. Uh, 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 it really is. It really is such a shame. He never toured overseas as much as some of the other acts, the, 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 you know, the pop, the poppy country acts that, uh, that get over to overseas. Yeah. But nobody knows froth about our, some of it, froth and bubble. Nobody really knows about our, uh, our great songwriters. Um, you being one of them, I'm sitting here with one of the greats, I, I believe. But listen, the thing is, with all of these songwriters that uh, ran, some of the some of the ones uh, you, 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 that put out a lot of their own material, their own albums and stuff, they're absolutely awesome songwriters. And and one of them in particular, you and I both love, is Graham Connors. Yep, Graham Connors. Gra gra. Right, yeah, and and the thing is that the song, the, the songs that he comes out with are very different. Yeah, yeah. They're not the same old bloody well-worn track. What's uh, like this one here that we've got coming up? Alone in his garret, the hour before dawn, a stone's throw from Oxford Street. In a do-or-die struggle in the eye of the storm, the old poet fell in his sleep. Weary from facing another blank page Weary from rattling the bars of his cage Weary from years of maintaining the rage Weary of all the indifference On the previous day in the depths of despair From the steps of the cenotaph he read his life's work in the cool autumn air To the lunchtime crowd in Hyde Park Above the deaf ears of the iPod brigade Above the contempt of the far too well paid Above the veiled snickers of the passing parade Above and beyond their indifference He read every poem the passion of youth in the way he'd want them remembered. In the shadow of evening at the corner cafe, the waitress pours him a coffee And she says with a smile in her casual way I was listening today to your poetry And for a moment he isn't alone Just for a moment she rolls back the stone For a sweet moment he isn't unknown For a moment she makes a difference And he reads every poem with the passion of youth In the way he wants them remembered 
Yeah, that sits up there with the songs like uh, um, Bright Blue Rose, uh, you know, Christy Moore, and um, uh, songs by the Dubliners. It really is, it has such an Irish influence, the writing. It's almost as if he's talking about a past Irish poet. At only two bucks an episode, what have you got to lose? Two bucks, I guess. Look at the stadia. What did you say to you? Look at the, st- <laughs> Look at the stadia. Look at the stadia. Look at the stadia eh? here in Australia. Oh, I all, all wrinkled and 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 wrinkled and and uh, and and palea. Uh, and wearing a dahlia. Wearing <laughs> a dahlia. How many of these yeah, rhymes can look we get? like a fucking failure? Failure, a bit of a failure, a bit of a failure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you need, you need. Seriously though, uh, look at us both. I mean, oh, wrinkled old retainers, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Not retaining too much, particularly as the memory slips. You know the funniest thing, though. What? Like, well, well, it, it's everything else is wrinkled except me penis. It used to be wrinkled. Now it's not. I can't unthink that thought. Please leave the room. Big old Bruce wore moisturizer. He was the biggest man in town. Built like a big old cement truck. Skin like the softest part of a duck And he wore macho moisturizer Sheep dip moisturizer G.I. Joe moisturizer Fire truck moisturizer Bruce could drop a man with just one kick in the nuts he never fought by any rules He could wrestle a crock with his bare hands Still everybody guessed he sprayed on tan And he wore macho moisturizer Sheep dip moisturizer G.I. Joe moisturizer He had a secret skin care regime He only shared with his girl Jean For a couple of months they were quite the couple Her skin was soft, his hands were supple One night as they exfoliated Three young men came calling round 
Bruce and Jeannie's hands were bound The men took everything they found Bruce's paws were clogged with rage He cried, I'll track you down and kill you all But they set fire to the place Left them tied up on the floor Ah, oh, but Bruce's hands were lubricated He slipped free of the bonds they made And now his freedom reinstated Genie, he emancipated Broke them out in desperation Wiped the drop of perspiration from his brow Kissed the ground and thanked God For his frequent application of macho moisturizer sheep dip moisturizer G.I. Joe moisturizer fire truck moisturizer mountaineer moisturizer fishing gear moisturizer a working man moisturizer panel van moisturizer charles bronson moisturizer chuck norris moisturizer tilt the trade steam train moisturizer moisturizer steel cap full fat moisturizer moisturizer bear shooting hippie booting barbecuing gutter puking Moisturizer, moisturizer. Yep, that big old Bruce. He never dried up. Is that Bruce? Bruce, yeah, Bruce. Is that Bruce up the Bruce Highway yeah. in Queensland? Oh, is that a great song, Moisturizer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much, macho moisturizer from the pigs. Lovely stuff, eh? Do they ship the pigs? That's Steve oh, no, Newton. Steve Newton had they? a lot to do with him. Uh, I should have a talk with him one day and ask him more about who, him. Who, it's, who? A great, it's a great track. Oh, that? listen to the rain. It's coming down, folks, outside the studio Ooh, here. Oh, lovely. Yep, this is uh, out at uh, Bilbowry Lakes. And over the lake, it's quite smooth over there tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Lovely. Uh, we'll, take a, uh, we'll take a little uh, a, a stroll uh, later over to the uh, other side of the uh, Bilbowry lake. Lakes yeah. and have lunch. Yeah, before we piss in it. <laughs> as soon as you said the word piss... I want to go to the toilet. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Too much information. Again? Again. That's What's what you, next? That's what you get for $8 a month. The Adventures of Manny and Picks. Why do they do that? When people go to the toilet, they say you're going to go and take a piss. They're not taking anything. They're, they're, they're leaving something. Hello, you become a grammar Nazi now, have you? No, I'm hey? just coming. No, I'm I'm becoming a, a urine philosopher. A, a urine philosopher? <laughs> a urine officer. There's a... A philosopher uranizer. Oh, dear. A philo uranizer officer. Yeah. Hey, the thing is, though, uh, um, it's all about, uh, that's all about, you know, what you're given back to the earth and taken from the earth. It's all about that. What do you want to, what do you, when you leave this earth, what do you want to, what, what's the most important thing for you to leave behind? My body. Otherwise, I won't be able to leave the earth. Yeah, yeah, but would you like to be remembered? Like, what would you like to be remembered for? You know, what's the most important thing you'd like to be... I mean, you won't, you won't care, because you'll be dead. 
Yeah, true. But by the same token, while you're alive, you'd like to think that uh, those that love you will remember you fondly and uh, speak yeah. well of you, not ill of you. Mm. Yeah, like in those hearts that you leave behind. Oh, what a segue! Well you like done. That? <laughs> well, with grandies and stuff, you know. Yeah, as we said before, fucking two dollars an episode, eight dollars, eight dollars a month, and how you're paying for professional fucking intros like that. <laughs> I wanna find what others really find. Conscience clean and peace of mind Life like a book I'm proud to sign Written on hearts I leave behind I want to roll on a road of my own design With fear and faith they're intertwined finish line within the hearts I leave behind if God lets me choose where I go when I die I'll lay my head down where love resides and I'll never have to say goodbye I'll live in the heart Don't fade the time A sacred place that's only mine Within the hearts I leave behind If God lets me choose where I go when I die Lay my head down where love resides the producer has got the pizzicato violins on it. It's one of the nicest piece of, pieces of music that Adam Brand's ever done. Hmm. I really love it. Adam Brand, Hearts I Leave Behind. Gorgeous song. What do you think? Lovely song. It is, isn't it? Yes. Coming from a songwriter. There you go. So we go from, uh, you know, sort of semi-modern country music there, that's sort of rock and roll and a cowboy hat, even though it's a lovely song. But we better go back to the old stuff, because after all, that's what we love. You know, that hillbilly, beautiful bush music, bush ballads and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We love that. Yeah, back to our roots, so to speak. Back to our, well, not back to yours. There's too many of them. 
but uh, here's the thing. Um, uh, most people would be jealous. Uh, I'm not, because they're all girls. Here's the thing. Um, this uh, this next song, we're going to play a, a traditional Australian country music ballad for you here. Now, the thing is, this bloke doesn't... You don't hear much of these blokes anymore, especially this guy. Uh, last time I heard Shorty Ranger was years ago on radio. You don't hear much... Uh, I mean, you know, you travel around the country a lot, but you don't hear much Shorty Ranger. And he's one of the great songwriters, one of the great entertainers of the, of the back in the 50s and 60s. And he lived... Where? At Nulla Nulla Creek. Who was on the other side of the creek? Oh, Mr Kirkpatrick. The Kirkpatricks were on the other side of the river. And uh, the two boys used to get together and do all sorts of naughty things there on the riverbank of Nulla Nulla Creek. And, uh, uh, you know, collecting birds, eggs, and doing all sorts of stuff that kids do. Uh, those two kids, of course, Shorty Ranger and Slim Dust. We came down from the mountains and caught the North Coast Mail. We made our way to Adelaide and thought we'd never fail. We sang to a bunch of gamblers on the Riverina train. They said they really liked us, took the hat around again. But when we reached old Adelaide, something had gone wrong. They didn't even know us, they never heard our song. So let down and so weary, back homeward we did head. For the boys from Nulla Nulla had no place to lay their head. Then we worked our way to Grafton, up in the sugar cane, and sang outside the local of a town they call McLean. The lawman said to move on, boys, but we had a license there. So we sang outside the picture show for money we could share. We started in the Trapman at a very early age, sang our songs at rodeos on radio and stage. We knocked around Australia and we've been through every state. I'm the man from Nulla Nulla and Slim Dusty's still my mate. Let me tell you of another trip we all set out to go. When we heard there was good picking in the town of Darigo. But Pickens Scott did let us down and the sergeant took us in. He gave us bed and breakfast and then let us go again. We learned to sing hillbilly songs when just a few years old. But I'm still writing country and Slim still making gold. We've knocked around Australia and we've been through every state. I'm the man from Nulla Nulla and I'm still Slim Dusty's mate. We started in the Trapland at a very early age. Sang our songs at rodeos on radio and stage. We knocked around Australia and we've been through every state. I'm the man from Nulla Nulla and Slim Dusty's still my mate. Tim Dusty's still my mate. Yeah. That's the wonderful Shorty Ranger there. Uh, of course, uh, he wrote one of the quintessential Australian country music ballads, The Rain Tumbles Down in July. That was his, that's right, yes. Yeah. See, history, heritage and culture, Australian country music. That's what it should be all about. But uh, and sadly, it's not anymore. It's all sorts of things that, uh, that get played on radio as, uh, and called country music these days. But some of them... Uh, are written by uh, by uh, modern people, you know. Even you know, young young people are writing these uh, rock and roll and cowboy hat pop music with the pedal steel songs. But there's still a lot of bush ballad songwriters and great songwriters out there, like yourself and Alan Caswell, 
and others who've written oh. some great songs about our country. Well, the thing is, too, that it has to be topical and it has to be for now because basically this will be the heritage of the, for the, of the future. And uh, one thing that sort of popped up for us was uh, when uh, I wrote this next one with, with, uh, with Alan, uh, and it's all about the, <laughs> I guess, the buggerising up of the rivers, and our, particularly our main river, uh, river systems like the Murray-Darling region. And this particular one is... But you, 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 it is, it's a song about that, but, but you, you used a particularly um, unusual turn of phrase. <laughs> well, yeah, I love the double entendre. Oh, like take me home, I'm ready. Did your pills <laughs> kick in early or something? Christ, what a, hey, uh, haven't you gone off wordy, wordy, wordy? Oh, uh, we have, you know, they suck the blood out of something, so why not? Suck my darling dry She was the lifeblood of this country Now she's a victim of its greed Just a fading memory Of who she used to be And with all these bastard bureaucrats No one will tell you why They're sucking my darling dry They sold the souls for cotton Sent the money overseas We're forsaken and forgotten Just because we live downstream If you think of how she's dying It's gonna make you cry They're sucking my darling dry Water rights for 30 silver pieces Seems like every politician has his price they're trying to take away the future from our children While they're sucking my darling dry We're fighting over puddles There's no river anymore We've already lost the battle We're not gonna lose the war Those environmental vandals Keep feeding us their lives While they're sucking my darling dry Water rights for 30 silver pieces Seems like every politician has his price They're trying to take away the future from our children While they're sucking my darling Water rights for 30 silver pieces Seems like every politician has his price They're trying to take away the future from our children While they're sucking my darling dry they're trying to take away the future from our children While they're sucking my darling dry Great song. Yeah. Wonderful turn of phrase. Sucking my darling dry. Rather proud of my mate beside me wrote that with Alan Caswell. Was Alan in a good mood that day? 
<laughs> Fantastic stuff. Good on you, Manny. You still listening to this crap? When COVID hit, uh, in 2019, I won Male Artist of the Year at the Australian Celtic Music Awards for a little song yes. called The Wake off uh, my Celtic, my you first did. foray into Celtic music uh, called The Brigolo Moon, the album. Still available. <laughs> so when COVID hit, of course, uh, all of that get, got washed under the carpet. Nobody, you know, was interested in me winning. Uh, oh, the, the rain and the crickets have stopped. Good stuff. Look at that. So nobody cared about uh, my winning the, the Male Artist of the Year in 2019 at Celtic Music Awards. Uh, outside of country music, first time, you know, it was a, a wonderful award. And um, uh, during that time, I had to find, you know, from the start of COVID onwards, we all, us musicians and all of us, had to find other ways to make incomes. Some were successful, some weren't. It wasn't too bad for me because uh, I, uh, I basically set up my studio to do all sorts of things when I go and in, move into a house anyway. So I put the word around to songwriters if they wanted to record uh, their songs cheap. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends. I can send them the MP3 and they can record on it and send it back. Some famous people and do all that. And so uh, a young fellow from out at Toowoomba, Brett Rostron, uh, called me up and uh, said, would you like to produce his album? And I did. And it's yeah. not a bad album. He's got a, an amazing story, actually. He's got a great yeah. story, hasn't he's he? he's broken that up into uh, yeah, a number broke, of songs. He's broken that up yeah. into a number of songs, historical sort of ditties, if yeah. you will. This well. one's called... Uh, this one's about the old station uh, that he used to work and live at, I suppose. Uh, Tare, Tare. In the 1800s, he travelled out west from Waterloo through Avalon West, Gilgun, your goldfield, by the Kidman West. That's where he Much gold. And then they 
pop music recording ever that's done in my bedroom. Uh, Brett Rostron, Tare Tare. A gorgeous song. It's a great song. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And yes. uh, not badly produced, I must say, by the old picks here. No, oh, so, oh, you produced that one. I didn't produced you? it and recorded it and did all the work on it. Wow, truly amazing. All the musos in and, and did all that fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to. Uh, if you want to do some recording, Pixies, the man to see, give yeah, it a rel. Yeah. And if you've got songs you want fixed up, a bloke sitting next to me is uh, good at that. Well, we'll work it. We always end our podcast with a poem. Uh, hark to your uh, great talent of your poetry and prose writing, not just songwriting. But uh, we always end our... our um, our uh, podcast with a poem, and 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 this one is from a bloke. Uh, when I met him for the first time, I had to get a stepladder for him to hear me, right? Because he's like he's six foot four, six foot bloody whatever. Nine foot three. Nine foot three to me. Oh, and like I was talking to him, he couldn't hear me. I had to get a stepladder and get up to his ear hole. <laughs> he won't bend down. He's a mongrel. He's well known around uh, poetry circles as Long John Best. And, uh, yes, he, he brilliant, humorous, low, um, and it's an interesting turn of phrase as well. And he looks for some funny, funny things in some funny, funny places, like this next one, where saying grace is saying thank you. Long John Best. And Happy New Year, folks. This is our first New Year's podcast. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next week. Hooroo! Hooroo! See you later! This is a romantic little poem for those who are old of body but young at heart and maybe serves as a kind of reminder for all those who can't remember. It's called Saying Grace is Saying Thank You. Slow and shuffling, they entered my surgery and she self-consciously stated their case. We're concerned by the fact that our conjugal act might be starting to drop off the pace. Drop off the pace, I thought in amazement, for this couple were both getting on. In years, I should add, they were older than Dad. In his 80th birthday had gone. I explained, it's a natural progression. The urges that drive you grow weak. Quite undeterred, as if you'd not heard a word, she asked, can you watch our technique? Can I watch your technique, I responded, which they obviously took to mean yes. For they grinned at each other, granddad and grandmother, and swiftly began to undress. I admit I was shocked. The door quickly locked. Now disrobed, they climbed onto my couch. And whatever their age, they knew how to rage with great passion. For that I can vouch. When the deed it was done, I just stood there stunned, embarrassed and bathed in cold sweat. Then I said to that pair, My dears, I declare you're the best two I've seen at it yet. Smiling sweetly, that grand then slowly began to put herself back in her dress. I thank you, kind man. We hope you'd understand. But there's something we wish to confess. We're not married, you see, my dear Cedric and me. By the way, my close friends call me Grace. With my partner long dead, now I only have said... But he loves me, by that look on his face. We now live in a home, this is a rare chance to roam, but you know, there's no privacy there. Oh, we kiss and we pet. 
This was our first chance yet to be close and to show that we care. I forget, uh, did I mention we're both on a pension and can't rent a room there too, dear? This place is quite nice, with a hint of old spice. May I please bring my Cedric back here? Well, what could I say? They just made my day, and who in the hell were they hurting? So my answer was yes. Grace whispered, God bless, and we'll see you next week, that's for certain. So they pop in at noon to play Love's old sweet tune, and I go to the park for a break. Year has flown fast. We all know it can't last, but I pray that it does for their sake. And while ever they can, then I'll be their man with an hour to myself on those days. <laughs> sure makes life worthwhile, and I can't help but smile, just knowing that Medicare pays. They don't visit me now, but I know somehow they've gone to that far greener place. Locked in memory, I see. Dear old Cedric is he. Embraces, sweet lovable. We don't like it. Who cares? If you do, we'll be back next week with another episode of Stumpy and Grumpy.